Welcome to the $100 MBA Show, where we take care of business so the business takes care of you with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And today, you will learn the fundamentals of finance. Finance is one of those topics that people cringe about in business, but we're going to simplify things and we're going to show you the essentials, the things you actually absolutely need in your business and to run a financially viable business. Let's get down to business. All right, let's talk about finance. You don't need an accounting degree to understand finance in business. It's actually quite simple. And when you're first getting started, there's only a few principles you need to understand very well in order to have a financially viable business. Well, first of all, why is finance so important? Well, you can't continue to do your business if your finances are not in order. Sooner or later, you're going to run out of money or you're not making enough money to cover your costs and you're just going to have to close your doors. So we want to prevent all that. We want to make sure that we're ahead of the game when it comes to finance. So the first thing you need to understand is that finance is a pretty simple concept and it's a pretty simple equation. If you've ever done a budget, let's say for a vacation or something like that, then you understand finance and business. It's pretty much the same thing. You're taking a look at how much money you actually have to spend on this vacation, how much the different things on the vacation cost, and you need to make sure the costs are not more than how much you can spend. Pretty simple, right? There are a few other moving parts in finance and business, but those are the basics when you're first getting started. There are two major costs when you're starting a business, and that's your upfront costs and your ongoing costs or your overhead. We have a lesson coming up talking specifically about overhead, but I want to talk shortly about these two. The first thing is your upfront costs. You have to take a look at how much money you initially need to spend in the beginning when you're starting your business. These costs are not duplicated or they don't happen every month. So for example, in a physical business, this would be like the cash registers that you would have to buy or the shelves that you need to have to display the clothing in your store, for example, or mannequins. You're not going to buy mannequins every month. Once you've bought them, that's it. Once you bought your cash registers, that's it. That's your upfront cost. So when you're budgeting for your business, you need to make sure that you have a budget for the upfront costs. This is also applicable online. There are some upfront costs you're gonna need. For example, if you're gonna pay somebody to design your website, that's an upfront cost. You're not gonna design your website every day. Something that you're gonna do you know, once, maybe you'll do it again later on in the future, but in the beginning, it's a one-time cost. Web hosting is a continual cost, but you need to make an upfront investment. Registering your domain. Things like that are upfront costs, things that you're gonna pay once and you usually won't pay over and over, month in and month out. Now your overhead or your ongoing costs are costs that will happen every single month. So for example, at the $100 Bay, we have some ongoing costs like our marketing costs or our hosting for our audio files for the podcast. Things like that that I will pay month in and month out to keep my business going. If you have a physical business where you have inventory like clothing or electronics, this is a cost. Every month you're buying new inventory so you can sell it. So that's within your costs. So at the start, when you're budgeting, make sure you have a budget for upfront costs and make sure you have a budget for ongoing costs, month in, month out. So say, for example, your business's upfront cost, your one-time kind of upfront cost will be $10,000, and then your ongoing overhead costs will be $1,500 month in and month out. So make sure that you're budgeting for that. 
Remember, your ongoing costs may also include salaries for employees. Maybe you're outsourcing some of your work or a VA or something like that. Every month you have to pay that person uh, their salary. So you got to make sure that's in your ongoing costs. Now, this is a business, so you're obviously going to be making money. So that's called revenue. When you make money, you need to take your revenue and see, is your revenue exceeding your at least your ongoing costs? So obviously you want to make up for your initial upfront costs, but at first, try to make sure that you're making at least as much as your ongoing costs, so you're breaking even. So say, for example, your ongoing cost is $1,500 a month, and you have a product that's $500, you need to make sure you need to sell three of those products in order to break even. Now, obviously, if your product is less than that, let's say, for example, your product is $10, then you need to sell 150 units in order to make sure you break even. In your first couple of months, breaking even is a good place to start. But after the first few months in a small business, you want to start making some revenue because you want to make sure it's worth your while and that you can reinvest in the business because you want to grow, you want to be able to spend more marketing dollars and things like that. So as you can see, breaking even can be somewhat of a challenge and making money can be even more of a challenge at first. And that brings me back to that lesson where I talked about should you get investors or should you get a loan? Obviously, if you have to split the pie more than one way, you're going to have a hard time making some reasonable revenue where it's worth your while. That's why I recommend not taking on an investor or a loan at the start so you can make sure you're making a profit first. And then once you start making some reasonable profits month in and month out, you can start thinking about reinvesting or maybe getting an investor at a minimal percentage. That way you can grow with a business you know for sure is making a profit. If you're looking for a tool to use to do your finances or your accounting for your business, uh, we recommend FreshBooks. It's an online uh, cloud accounting service. Um, they're not a sponsor or anything and we're not getting any money off this, but we think they're a good service and we want to recommend it to you. Guys, there's so much more about finance we're going to talk about in the coming episodes about managing your overhead, calculating your profit margin, making sure that you know how to increase revenue, different ways to increase revenue. There's so much more we're going to talk about, so stay tuned in the next coming episodes. We're going to go over those. But just to wrap up, make sure that at the start that you have a budget for your initial costs and your ongoing costs. Make some estimates. Be a bit liberal to be a little bit safe when it comes to the numbers. And take a look at some projected revenue. See how many units or how many sales you need to make to break even at the start. Guys, thank you so much for listening to The Hunter MBA Show. Your support means so much to us. And if you want to show your support even more, please leave us an iTunes rating and a review. You can learn how to do that at 100mba.net slash show. By leaving an iTunes rating and review, you help us get more exposure on iTunes and reach more people. Here's a review from Justin. He says, Omar and Nicole rock, five stars. This show is fantastic, quick, straight, and to the point. Omar knows his stuff. People who aren't smart don't get accepted to Wharton, which he did. Thanks, Justin. And he presents it in a clear, concise way that's easy to understand. After 13 years of successfully living the life of an entrepreneur, he has tons of knowledge to share. Subscribe if you want daily wisdom in an efficient format. Thanks, Justin. That's an awesome review. Guys, don't forget, anybody who leaves us an iTunes rating and review enters our weekly draw to win a free ride to the $100 MBA. Every Friday, somebody wins a free ride. We call it Free Ride Fridays. Guys, I just want to leave you with this. We talked about finance today, and a lot of times, this could be daunting for some people because you're not really taught this in school. You're not really practicing this in most careers and most jobs. 
So uh, it's a new thing and it's okay because you're going to start changing your relationship with money. You're going to start seeing money in a different way. Um, I talked about the book Rich Dad Poor Dad in uh, our, this week's Must Read episode. So I would, I would recommend checking out that book because it really changes the way you think about money. But what's exciting is that when you start putting this into practice, when you start making your revenue that exceeds your overhead and you start to realize, wow, the potential of me having more control over my financial situation is limitless, you know? And and it's exciting because a lot of us, finances and money is a depressing issue because it restrains us. It really makes us feel uh, not in control. And when you start making your own money and you start making your own revenue and you start reinvesting and growing your business, you're going to start feeling a little bit different about the way you look at money. And this is what's exciting about finance. So it may change your attitude the way you look at money uh, as we're learning these things and as you're implementing things. So get excited. All right, guys, I'll check you guys in the next episode. Take care.